Hey, beautiful friends, welcome to the Savor Podcast. We're so excited for you to join us today as we dive into the goodness of God together. Our hope is for you to be encouraged, challenged, and entertained as you listen to hosts Stacy and Suzanne, along with special guests as they have honest and real conversations about how to savor God's word as they grow in their relationship with Christ. We hope you'll encourage a friend or two to listen with you so you can keep the conversations going. We're all about community here. Hey, hey, welcome to another episode of the Saver Podcast. We're so excited to be here again today. We're doing pretty good with this uh, weekly thing you wanted to do this year, right? I know. I'm so excited. I'm so thankful that we've been able to do it. I think we've only missed one week so far this year. Yeah, and that was the week that we were at Encounter. Yes. I mean, there might have been one come out, but we couldn't record that week, so then we missed a week. Yes, exactly. I think that's pretty good, Suzanne. I think we should go out to dinner or celebrate or something. (laughs) We should celebrate something that we've been able to do this every week. Yes. Um, but no, it's really fun. So, um, what tell us, share something, Stacy, that we are working on at church. Well, um, it's, I've, Suzanne and I together with a couple of other ladies have been working on a book project, which we're really excited about. We typically meet on Friday mornings. So we just actually finished up a meeting a couple of hours ago with it. And, I have to tell him what you said. Suzanne was like, I feel like I'm birthing a baby right now. Like, yes. I specifically said in my brain because it like makes my brain go to mush. That's right. I forgot it was I'm birthing a baby in my brain. That was the visual that I caught that was weird. Yeah, because I don't want you to get a visual of me birthing a baby that nobody nobody needs to see that. That's right. Speaking of baby, should I even talk about the fact that there are little tiny babies hidden all over my house? Oh my gosh. And your son brought one to my house and left it. Anyway, that's a whole nother story, ladies, but there are people in my life that like to play practical jokes on me, and so I have about 60-plus little tiny plastic colored babies of all colors, purple, green, yellow, nude colored babies, and um, I think you just get rid of all the rubber duckies that were here for so long. Actually, someone else had hid rubber duckies in my house, (laughs) and the other night in small group, a woman said, hey, I found this rubber ducky in your bathroom. (laughs) Now we're, now we're going to be finding little toy babies, so that's fun. But what about the project? Okay, let's get back to this project. It's such a better topic than rubber duckies yeah. and babies. So we do mentorship, which is a year-long program. And each month of mentorship, there is a topic that we cover, anything from prayer life to thought life to intimacy with God to our influence. And so we thought it would be a great idea sometime ago to turn that curriculum into a year-long devotion that everyone who is a part of mentorship will be given. And so we've been working on that. And I'm really excited. I think we finally hammered out all of the objectives for each month, which has taken a long time. Which, you know, is so funny because without Miss Pat, who is one of the ladies helping us do this, we were just going to start trying to do this whole thing without any objectives. So um, I think it's going to be really cool because you're going to have four different ladies' perspectives and the way we all think differently. And bringing that all together, um, I think is is really going to be a really cool finished product. So yes, it is very exciting, but it is definitely a labor of love. It is. And there've been times when I wanted to give up, which brings us to what we're going to be talking about today, because through this project, through writing this book, which I'm not a writer, uh, I don't 
pursue writing or writing a book, but I really do believe God's called us to step into this. But there have been times when I, in my mind, I'm like, I give up. I quit. I can't do this. I'm exhausted. I don't know how to do this. I don't know what should happen. I mean, we've had some intense meetings when we've been meeting because we are paying attention to the words and we're kind of pushing on each other about, well, I think it should sound like this. I think this. And so there have just been times when I went to give up. And that brings us to the verses that we're going to be digging into today. So if you are joining us today and you feel a little tired, a little weary, a little exhausted, or maybe like maybe possibly you want to give up, then don't stop listening. This is the podcast for you today. Yes, yeah, such a good point. I think we've all been in seasons like that. Um, but I'll go ahead and read the verse that we are going to be. I mean, we have several verses, I think, but this is going to be kind of our anchor one for the day. And it's in Galatians. It is um, in Galatians 6. I'm going to be starting in 7. And I will read through 10 or 11. 11. Do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. The one who sows to please his sinful nature from that nature will reap destruction. The one who sows to please the spirit from the spirit will reap eternal life. Let us not become weary in doing good for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. Therefore, as we have an opportunity, let us do good to all people, especially to those who belong to the family of believers. I love that so much. It's, you know, I don't know about you, but I kind of tend to quote that verse nine that says, well, my version's a little bit different, but mm-hmm. you know, I've always quoted the, you know, do not grow weary in doing good because at, for the proper time you'll reap a harvest. And when I went back and read, so I think I've shared on the podcast before, this is our year of devotion. And so for me, part of that is being devoted to God's word and God's people. And so I'm reading the new American standard 1995 version this year to have a different reading. So I want to read it in this version because I think it's a bad version of it. Like, I don't think it works well because this is what it says in, in the version that I have. It says, let us not lose heart in doing good for in due time, we will reap if we do not grow weary. Mm. And so the difference is in your version, it starts out with don't grow weary or don't lose heart in doing good for in due time you will reap if you don't give up. Mm -hmm. And so if you're reading in the New American Standard Version, let me just tell you, go read it in the ESV or I think you read the NIV, Mm -hmm. one of those versions. This is one of the times where translation makes a difference Mm -hmm. because I went back and I was like, wait, I'm only going to reap if I don't grow weary. Well, shoot, I'm already weary, so I'm not going to (laughs) reap. So, well, I think if you allow your weariness to lead you to the giving up, right, yes. is what Yes, what exactly. Yeah. So I think that verse is so interesting, but I've always kind of taken that verse out of context a little bit. So I know that verse, and actually last week I was talking to a woman who was, you know, telling me she was feeling a little discouraged, and I was like, listen, do not grow weary in doing good. Keep at it. Don't grow weary. But then I went and looked, actually, I went back to work and started doing some work at church. And the verse that our pastor was teaching out of that week was this. And what I, part of my job is to watch his videos and take notes and create curriculum from that. And so I was like, oh, there's that verse. Let me read it in context. So when you begin reading it in context of Galatians chapter six, starting in verse seven, it starts out by saying, don't be deceived. God cannot be mocked. And it starts talking about sowing and reaping. And this idea of sowing and reaping, if you're interested in it, look it up. Do a Google search on verses about sowing and reaping. 
it is littered throughout scripture. It is amazing how many analogies and how many scriptures and verses talk about planting and sowing and reaping. But it's, you know, it's telling you in this that whatever you sow, if you sow to your flesh, you're going to reap corruption. But if you sow to the spirit, you're going to reap eternal life. And then it goes into, hey, don't give up. Don't lose heart in doing good because you will reap in due time. You see, I've always overlooked that in due time phrase. I just kind of throw it out there. But when I think about the in due time, there's only one season, one time where you're doing the reaping, you're sowing and sowing. And then at a certain time is harvest. It's the time to go reap. And sometimes I want the reaping before I have finished the sowing. Mm. And Mm -hmm. so I think that was one of the things I was looking at when I was studying this in in context of trying to understand the idea of of not growing weary because we do get weary. And so let's just kind of talk about what are some of those things that cause us to grow weary? Do you have any examples of things that have maybe caused you to just be weary? And you don't have to give us specific details, but some general things like maybe it's your job maybe it's relationships maybe it's finances uh life (laughs) (laughs) i mean all of the above is what you said sure i think at different seasons in our life there's different things that cause us uh to grow weary and um feel like we're losing heart right and so whatever the challenge is or whatever the most difficult thing is for you um, over the last couple of years, for me, it's probably been uh, relational um, weariness, so to speak. But I mean, and it's not just one thing. I think sometimes, like I know I'm joking when I say life, but the different challenges of life all kind of come together and it exacerbates one another and you just start to feel weary and like, I don't want to do this anymore. I feel like that a lot in ministry. Yes, I do too. I understand that. Actually, I was going to say my weariness has come from job situations, Mm -hmm. uh, whether it's mine or my husband's job situation in ministry for me sometimes. As a matter of fact, when we came back from our encounter weekend about a month ago, while we were there, we took pictures. For those of you who weren't there, we took, uh, we had Polaroid pictures and we took probably two dozen Polaroid pictures. And it's these faces of these beautiful women. And so if you go in my office and sit down at my desk and look up, then there are about two dozen Polaroid pictures taped up to the wall right there. And our lead pastor came in. He said, what's that? I said, that's the reason I'm not going to give up because I'm going to look at those women's faces because there are days when I want to give up. I just get weary. And I think looking at this verse in context is because I forget that there's a due season. There's a due season. And in God's incredible kindness to me, he has let me see some of that reaping recently. And I really could get incredibly emotional right now thinking about the faces of some people that I have for years prayed for them to walk in freedom and just contended in prayer on their behalf and have seen the same cycle repeat over and over and over. And now it seems that it's due season And I am seeing such a harvest and such freedom and such breakthrough that it makes me say, okay, that's how I'm going to not grow weary in ministry because Mm. that's a practical thing I have to do is put faces to 
the ministry that I do. Even on this podcast, I don't know if you guys know this or not, but we think about specific people that we love, that we do life with. And that's what keeps us going on this podcast because we sit down and record and some of you, we've never even met face to face, but I promise you, we've prayed for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's what keeps us going in that. So if you're feeling weary, if, you, if you're called into some type of full-time ministry or you do ministry at all, or you just have a girlfriend that you really want to see walk in some freedom and you're discouraged, like put her picture in your Bible, seriously. Mm. And pray for her repeatedly and remind yourself that in due season, there will be a reaping that occurs. Yeah, I think I love the, I actually was in your office the other day and saw all those pictures up. And I think that's a really good practical thing. Like the places that you're feeling weary, like focus on your why. Mm. If it's something you don't want to give up, right? Now we're not talking about like you're weary um, from... I don't know. I can't even think of a good example, like cooking for your neighbor every day and they throw it in the trash. I don't know. I'm really lacking here. <laughs> I love Suzanne's <laughs> crazy, wild example. <laughs> and it's best. like producing no fruit for you or them. Then yes, give that up. That's right. not what we're saying. It's like the things that really, the things that matter. I mean, that's what he's talking about here. He's not talking about the fruitless parts of life. I love that you just talked about that because actually if you really want to put this verse in context, you have to back up to Galatians chapter five. And we all know this verse, but we may not know exactly where it's from. And so I want, um, if you're reading along with us, then just flip over to Galatians five. If you're like on your Peloton or fold laundry, then just listen and check out the show notes. But Galatians chapter five, verse 22 says, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control against such things, there is no law. And that's only just a few verses before we get in to Galatians chapter six that talks about reaping and sowing. And so it is very much talking about the idea of areas in your life where there is fruit that is produced, but sometimes it takes a really long time before you see the fruit. I didn't know this until a few years ago, but when you plant a fruit tree, did you know that it's several years before it will ever bear fruit? Mm -hmm. So we had a key lime tree, I believe we tried to plant. I don't know. I'm not a gardener. So if you guys are, you can uh, give us a shout out. But when you plant a fruit tree, it takes two to three years sometimes of that tree being there and just growing leaves before it will actually produce fruit. And I think sometimes we do grow weary because we have been praying. We have been in community with other people who are seeking the Lord and we still haven't seen the fruit yet. And we get discouraged in that and we grow weary. And we are here to encourage you today. Don't forget that little phrase in due time. That's that's the hard part, I think. Um, you know, opposite of that is sometimes like my brother, uh, shameless plug to John Henry Garden Designs, because I go and help him occasionally do some office stuff for his job. And um, he has a nice piece of land and he's trying to grow vegetables and stuff. So I was over there one day helping him and he was like, you want to throw these seeds out? So I threw these seeds out on this soil and 
Um, he sent me a picture just the other day and it was just all this beautiful lettuce. And I was like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to get some. He's like, that's, that's what you did. You sowed that. And I was like, no, I didn't do anything. I just threw those seeds down and, and pushed them around a little. He said, yeah, some people call that sowing. And, <laughs> and so sometimes the weight isn't all, I mean, due time isn't necessarily super far away. And I think sometimes look for those, look for that lettuce in your life so that, you can continue to persevere until the the big harvest comes, so to speak. I think we have to look for those areas in our lives that keep us motivated. Like you're saying, for you, it was the Polaroid. For me, it was the lettuce. I love that phrase, look for the lettuce. You know, because <laughs> lettuce seed grows quickly. Yeah. Uh, and so that is one of the things that will keep us enduring. And scripture talks over and over about that. As a matter of fact, one of my favorite verses is Isaiah 40, verse 30 or verse 31, it talks about, you know, those who look upon the Lord, those who wait for the Lord will not grow weary, but Mm. they will renew their strength. They will mount on wings like eagles. They will soar. And just that idea of in those moments of weariness, I need to wait on the Lord. And that word, that Hebrew word there in Isaiah is actually a word that means to look forward with expectancy. And so to place my hope in God. And if I do that, he's going to show me some lettuce along the way Mm -hmm. to encourage my heart. And it may be very simple and you may be overlooking it. So right now you may be growing weary in a relationship and you feel like nothing has ever changed. Ask God, God, is there any lettuce in that relationship that you can just encourage me with? Give me eyes to see just one glimpse of encouragement. Um, I have a relationship that I get a little frustrated with at times. And just before we started the podcast, I got a glimpse of lettuce like, oh, okay, they do recognize. There is there is some growth going on in that situation. And so I think those are some things that we can do to help us when we are feeling weary and tired is to celebrate the things that we have seen and look for those lettuce moments until we actually get to experience some of the bigger fruit. Right. And I also think, um, so that's one really a great way, I think, to try to focus on. Um, Another thing I think is to ask people into your weariness. Um, You know, even if you go back to the Galatians, we started in seven, but if you go up to two, it says carry each other's burdens. In this way, you will fulfill the law of Christ. And, um, you know, and I know we say that, like we hear, oh, yeah, we're supposed to carry one another's burdens. And I think we've talked about this before on the podcast. In order for me to help carry your burden, you have to invite me into it. Um, And we just don't do that well. No, we don't because it's vulnerable. It's a place of vulnerability. And um, I think... It is so important. I love how you went back into Galatians 6, 2 and talked about that because we do have to invite people in. And you know what? You're thinking, I did and nothing happened. Then invite somebody else in. Keep inviting somebody until until there's that person that will respond. Because I've been that person. Someone's invited me in and I didn't respond. I'll be mm-hmm. honest. And, I, and it was not because I didn't care. It was, you know, a multitude of reasons, none that are okay, because I am called as a a follower of Christ. I am called to do that. I think sometimes people don't know how to respond and don't know how to help you. Mm -hmm. And so if someone's invited you into their weariness and you're like, I have no idea how to help them, 
pray for them and text them and tell them, I am praying for you. Today, I prayed for you. I have a friend that I've been doing that with recently because she did invite me in to her weariness. And so I've been texting her and she's like, I can't believe when I want to give up that somebody would actually be praying for me. Mm. And it makes a difference because when I want to give up, someone texts me and says, hey, I've been praying for you. It's such an encouragement to my heart to say, okay, that was a little bit of lettuce. I'm going to hold on for one more day. Yeah. (laughs) Isn't that a song? I'm going to hold on for one more day. For one more day. Hold on. I don't know. It's like, (laughs) I was on the tip of my tongue. It's like a sister group or something. It is. I don't know. We'll have to look it up. That's good now we've gone to the portion of our show where stacy and i will serenade you <laughs> oh you so wish okay we can't we're not going to do that don't turn it off don't turn it off i promise i promise if you've ever heard me sing and you're going to hit pause right now don't do it but it is hard i will say it's it's easy for me to sit here and say invite someone in into your burden um i am someone that i i don't I will invite people into my burden all day long i will tell you all the things that are going wrong in my life but i feel awkward when someone asks me into their burden and I'm like, I don't, I don't, yep, all right, we're going to get through this. And I think sometimes that's what they really need. They're not looking, I have to remind myself, they're not looking for you to solve it or answer it. It's just like, I'm going to be in it with you. Right. Um, I had a woman the other day I was talking to and she said, I just feel so alone in all of this. And I don't know how to, ha- I don't have answers for her. I don't really have great advice to give her. Sorry, that is, if you hear that, that is the coffee pot. I think it's telling us we should have more coffee. I know. (laughs) No, we're singing. We need no more coffee. Okay. Sorry about that. But in all seriousness, you know, I mean, it is an awkward place to be, but it's just like, Hey, I don't have the right answers, but like you're saying, I'm going to pray for you and I'm here. It doesn't mean you're actually solving this for them. I think that is such a good point, Suzanne because we do feel like we are supposed to solve the other person's problem or fix them. Mm -hmm. And the reality is we're all broken people. And the only hope for us is the freedom in Christ. Even Jesus isn't into fixing us. He's not. He's into freeing us. Mm -hmm. Jesus came so that we could have freedom. And the truth sets us free is what God's word tells us. And so I think release yourself from the, the expectation of trying to solve that problem for someone else if they've invited you in in their weariness but I think that's a great point that we need to be able to bear with one another and sometimes that means just listening just Mm -hmm. listening to them talk through their problem and and empathizing with them and saying that must be a really tough place to be I'm so sorry you're in that place and acknowledging the pain that they're in, acknowledging the difficult time, that will be an encouragement to their heart. And then taking that to God in prayer on their behalf. Mm-hmm. I think that's so, that's so true. Just sometimes saying, you know, I'm really sorry that you're walking through this. Yeah. And so we want to partner with you guys on that. And so if you are feeling weary, let us know. I mean, if you don't feel like you have anyone else, Send us an email at saver at crosstownchurch.com. Yeah, saver at crosstownchurch.com. Send us an email and we will 
pray with you and we will pray for you because we don't want you to do this alone. Our hope and our desire is that through this podcast, you're encouraged to find one or two people that you can walk this life out with. At the beginning of our podcast, it always talks about we're all about community and we are because we believe that God moves through his people and God communicates through his word. And so you need both of those elements in your life. And so we just want to encourage you in that. If you're feeling weary, you are not alone. I think that's a common theme. That's kind of the reason we wanted to do this podcast today. It's a common theme. And um, I think, you know, I hope this has been helpful to you guys today as we've kind of looked at this and talked about it. Suzanne, you have any last thoughts before we move into our saver moment? Yeah, I think the other verse that we always think about and people often say, um, but we neglect to do it. We say it, but we don't do it is Matthew eleven twenty eight. Come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Mm. And when you feel weary, the number one place you should be going is to the arms of your savior. And, um, I just think that we neglect the richness of what that does for our soul. Yeah, I think that is so true because he can carry that burden. And when we go to him, he will be there to encourage us in his word. He's done it for me over and over Mm -hmm. again. I know he's done it for you. So um, that brings us up to our savor moment. So because we are all about community and good food here, um, in our savor moment today, I want to talk to you guys. I don't know very much about this, so that's I'm just prefacing this. It's really my husband, um, and I'll share his recipe on it. But a few months ago, he decided he wanted to slow cook a brisket, and he had never done that before. To slow cook a brisket, if you're unaware, takes a really, really long time. And so when you are slow cooking a brisket, you have to have it at a certain heat. And then after a long time, it will stall out and you need to maintain that heat while it stalls out. And there is no measurable change going on on the outside. Mm. So in that stall process, anybody who smokes meat can tell you about that. But in that stall process, there is no measurable change that you can see or perceive on the outside of that meat. But on the inside of that meat, is a mighty good change going on. Let me just tell you, if you have ever eaten good smoked brisket, then there is a mighty good change going on in that. But when my husband was doing it, um, he put it on late or early, I can't remember, but he ended up having to stay awake all night long because the stall period can range from a couple of hours to like three or four hours, Mm. I think. It just depends And the temperature isn't changing. It's just stalled out. And so he had to keep checking it and checking it. And he kept saying, I can't fall asleep during the stall. I can't fall asleep during the stall. Because if I fall asleep during the stall, I'll break the brisket. And I'm like, what? He's like, I'll brick the brisket. That's what he kept saying. Brick it, not brick break it. it. Right. Brick it. Brick the oh, brisket. So you do it'll not, be hard like a brick? Yes. Uh. You do not want to fall asleep during the stall because if you do, you will brick the brisket. You will like make it as hard as a brick and it will be terrible. And so I thought about that and I was like, I think that's the idea of don't grow weary. Don't Mm. fall asleep in the stall in the time where you don't see measurable change going on on the outside. I promise you 
God is doing a mighty good thing. And so what we want to encourage you to do is if you are feeling weary, we want to encourage you for the savor moment to read Galatians 6, 7 through 10. 10 or 11. 11. Yeah. We read through 11, but yeah. Yeah. We want you to read through that and just ask God to keep you awake, to encourage you, to help you find the lettuce. And then maybe you want to try your hand at smoking a brisket and we will add that recipe in the link for you. And now when you are thinking about brisket or maybe you just want to go to a really good barbecue restaurant, we have several in Charleston that you could go to that have great brisket. My husband ate one last night and said it was the best. We tried a new barbecue restaurant. Where is it? You got to share now. Okay. It's Martin's Barbecue on Folly Road. Yeah. And uh, the brisket was actually really, really good. So maybe if you're not into it, we will share the recipe. You just go on your lunch break, grab your Bible, read Galatians, eat some brisket, and remember to remind yourself, do not fall asleep during the stall because God's doing a mighty good work. Girls, he is with you. He will never leave you. He will never forsake you. So don't give up because in due season, you will reap. All right. Well, you guys have a wonderful rest of your day or evening or whatever time it is and go and savor God's goodness. Thank you for being with us today here at Savor. This podcast is a ministry of Crosstown Church. For information about SOAR Women's Ministry or Crosstown Church, please visit crosstownchurch.com or download the Crosstown app. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please remember to like, subscribe, or leave a review. This helps people find us.